For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Mike Rotunda picking your music on a Monday. Now, is Odessa the name of the band or the name of the song? It's the name of the band. Okay. Odessa, beautiful out there. Beautiful. Gorgeous out there. Yeah. Close to Keystone and Trinity. Yeah, they're, is this where the band's from? Uh, maybe. Doubtful. Well, it's for you. The name of the song. In case you were wondering. Actually, Jameis lives out there in Odessa. Oh, God. Yeah. Stay away, ladies. This is interesting, I guess. Shout out to my boys out there running uh, Three Brothers Pizza out there in Odessa. You know, I saw yesterday, I saw the uh, dude who um, was the general manager of Rue for our brunch there. Oh, yeah. He ran the place. He's working for uh, for Grillsmith now. And uh, and he, uh, I knew I recognized him from somewhere. I walked in and he goes, uh, hey, man, how's the show going? I was like, oh, who are you? True story. All right, so let's uh, find out what happened to you at the Logic concert. Now, Logic is a rapper, a newer rapper. Yeah, he's a newer rapper. His and the thing that really kind of was a major buzzkill is his thing is peace, love, and positivity. That's what he preaches. It's all love and positivity, and and I love the guy. One of the best lyricists I think modern day. Was very excited to go see him, and it all started instantly. We got there just a couple minutes before the show started, just like I like it. Yep. And uh, he goes on. They have a whole intro, which is like done with Rick and Morty, which is kind of funny. And then the beat drops, and I'm like, oh, one of my favorite songs. It starts, and then it stops, and the spotlight comes on, and he's in the middle of the stage. And I don't know how long it actually went on, but it went on far, far too long. This deal where he would just like raise his hands and then lower his hands to get the crowd to like get hype and then get them to be quiet. <laughs> and then he would go to one side of the room, then the other side. Then he'd do one hand on one side, one hand on the oh. other side. And in that moment, I'm like, this guy is just getting off on the fact that he can control the crowd. Like that was before the show even started. So he starts first three or four songs. I'm into it. I'm vibing. Everything's all good. And then... He was just very demanding. Every song included a a sing along or a something, and I'm like, this guy is really like. So, so let me ask this: He's not just trying to get the crowd involved. Like he's not just trying no, to make sure the crowd stays engaged. Maybe. Which which okay. up until this point, three four songs in, in I just got this little voice in the back of my head going, he's a little pushy. Like All it's right. just a little more than <laughs> than I would expect. Like you're having to work at a concert. Like not just work, but I don't want every song to be stalled out until you get exactly what you're looking for from everybody. Like okay. I came to hear the music. Right. Not to mention he takes incredibly long breaks in between songs where he just rambles about nothingness, and that's fine. And then at one point, he actually goes into one of my favorite songs and gets about halfway through it, and he stops. He goes, F this. I'm done. He goes, if that's all you got, he goes, I'm, I'm out of here. So he leaves the stage for a second, and then he comes back and he says, we were in Madison Square Garden two nights ago. They went harder than you. He then oh. proceeds to list off every city they've been to and said, they all went harder than you. Oh. You're the worst city we've been to yet. I'm done. And he leaves the stage. What? Then his his hype man starts like trying to get everybody hyped. Oh, y'all like, done messed up. Yeah. Logic left the stage. Yeah. So then people start <laughs> booing. Boop, boop, boop. So then people start booing, and he he eventually comes back out. <laughs> Oh, what's up, Tampa? You just got your ass kicked by Kansas, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Illinois, 
logic to get his ass back out of here. You suck, logic. I'm not logic, man. I'm just a hype man. Y'all well, think you suck, hype man. You suck. Y'all Tampa people is losers, man. Ebor City, you losers. Get out you of Tampa city. losers. That's how I felt. Seminole Heights, y'all suck. What's up, St. Pete, queer? <laughs> He's not like that, though. He's peace, love, and positivity. Yeah, you better positively get your ass moving, otherwise Logic ain't coming back so, out here. So I don't know how long that whole debacle went on, but it seemed like an extremely long time. And I I was waiting for some sort of punchline. It never comes. Right. And then he gets back into the song, and somebody falls out in the pit, like like somebody falls down. Oh. So he, I realize bands do it differently, but he was very, very wait, dramatic. Wait, he like stopped everyone oh, and he said, hey, let's, everything. let's watch out for this person. Get that guy up. Everybody split now. Like, like really aggressive. And earlier in the show, he said, it's hot out here. Make right. sure everybody is is hydrating. Oh. So after the person nice. gets rescued from the pit, he proceeds to chastise everybody there. Did I not tell you to stay hydrated? Oh, what? Now, now can everybody stay? Am I going to be able to continue with this show? Are you going to stay hydrated? I said, are you going to stay hydrated? <laughs> so I was. Yo, I know that bottle of water ain't free, y'all, but y'all better dig down in their pockets for the $8.50 for that Zephyr Hills. Zephyr Hills is in your area, y'all losers. You got your ass kicked by Lincoln, Nebraska last night. Tampa sucks. So sometime shortly after that, I left. I was completely turned off. Before the end of the show? Oh, yeah, much before the end of the show. Did you hear your jams? The little 1-800? No, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear two of my favorite songs. What's the other one? I work hard every day. It's the worst song ever. Those are two of my favorite songs. And I left before them. And as we're walking to the car, I said, I don't know if I will listen to him anymore because I was so turned off Mm. by by the way he acted. And, you know, he used to be like a little nerdy, dweeby guy. And now he's just all jacked up and a big dude. He's been with his high school school sweetheart forever he just left her so right. maybe he's just turned into a douchebag success does turn people well success has a way of exposing the inner douchebag of some people it won't necessarily turn you into it but you can hide your douchebag for so long when you get famous you're going to be exposed probably yeah. it, it, it and that doesn't take away from what he can do he did some some spots where he was really just spitting he's, he claimed that he was freestyling he's very talented All right. but as a person he came off like a complete douche and i personally would choose not to support him really anymore no kidding. Yeah, it was over that, that show. Yeah, it was it was just it was a weird vibe. It was so weird. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Will has a live concert ever ruined an artist for you? Absolutely. Eddie Vedder ruined Pearl Jam live for me. Whoa, what, did Eddie, what did Eddie did? Because I, I saw Eddie in a solo gig at the uh, Ruth Eckert, and I gotta say, phenomenal. Colorado Springs World Arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave about a 20-minute long rambling political rant, culminating in burning Bush in effigy. It was George at the time. And, well, I mean, you didn't you think know, he was going to be pro-Republican, did you? I didn't think so, but um, th- they said over 5,000 people walked out because I did not pay to see his politics. Well, you pay to see what he gives you. Like You, you consume. You, you pay your money, and you consume what the artist gives you. But, you know, there's a lot of ways to get rid of the bush, and burning it is not a nice way. On the ceiling, on a wood hurt, hurt, man. On a head. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, Stone. You keep playing that guitar. Jeff, you keep playing that bass. And whoever's playing drums right there, you keep playing too. Is it Elvis Presley in, in uh, sitting in today? <laughs> And I'm here to say I 
want everybody who voted for George Bush to know that you're not welcome here at this show. If you've ever voted Republican in your life, I hope you're ready for a 20-minute dissertation on horrible Republicans. Maybe I can preach about a man, sing the song at the same time. I don't like them elephants on the right. They call me a snowflake. I ain't no snowflake. I ain't no snowflake. And I'm gonna burn this photo of President Bush today. Burn the bush, y'all. 727-579-1025. And I was mentally prepared for that. You know, I am a yeah. am somewhat of a Trump guy. Uh, Logic has entire songs just tearing Trump apart. I was sure. prepared for anti-Trump rhetoric all night, and I wouldn't have had a problem with it. This was something outside of that that I did not like. I'm sorry that happened to you. It was like, it was like oh, everybody S my D, and if you don't S my D as good as I want it, then I'll leave the stage. Oh, oh, you're S in my D? Do it better. That's a signing my disc. That's signing, what I thought. Signing my disc. That's my uh, hi Neil, welcome to Drew Grabo Live. Who is uh, wh- who's ruined uh, for you in a live concert? Well, I saw Green Day and Blink One Eight Two recently uh, at the amphitheater. All right, what was Day. wrong there? What happened? Well, I wasn't really a fan of Green Day. They played like the verse of Longview like three times. He kept stopping and starting. It was just uh, taking long breaks. He was uh, not not great. I was not impressed with Billy Joe. It's one of the best live bands I've ever seen in my life. I'm really sorry you had that experience because I have never seen a, a live band with the energy that Green Day did. Now, granted, I haven't seen them since the since the mid-90s or so. Maybe it's gotten a little bit old uh, touring, but I will tell you, the, the Dookie tour, they tore the place up and uh, one of the best, uh, best bands I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I still like the band. It just kind of turned off the live show. wasn't oh. wasn't what I was expecting. But they didn't do anything politically that like that pisses you off or anything. They didn't preach at you or anything. Not not, not really. Just uh, that you know, he played the verse of the song two three times. That uh, you know, I, I heard it. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. You know, you don't got to play it three uh, times. You said that two or three times, and I'm not <laughs> mad at you. I mean, I guess I kind of am. And in the defense of the the audience, because I would imagine if you didn't have a receptive audience, which to me. It was looked to be damn near sold out, and everybody was very into the show. Like it wasn't like you had a dead crowd. It had to be 120 degrees, and you know, underneath that uh, awning there, and on that night, it was sweaty, disgusting. So you know, in our defense, yeah, you're you're gonna. I mean, you're gonna have a hard time mustering energy if you're dying of (laughs) heat exposure. Uh, What's up, King? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. Nope, sorry, not King. King's next. It's Tina. Sorry, King's next. Hi, Tina. Hey, uh, I'm calling on the. It's okay. It's not okay. Oh, all right. It's not okay. All right. Um, actually, I had an appointment a few months ago Mm. and I, I canceled it because of the whole job thing. Now we're talking just so you know, people, new people tune in all the time. We're talking about the medical marijuana initiative. And if you have your weed card, should your employer be able to drug test you and fire you if it is your medicine? Go on, please. Um, so I canceled the appointment because I was worried about all of that. Mm. And then I did some thinking. And with my situation, I've been sick for like 35 years with oh. rheumatoid arthritis. So sorry. So I have lots of pain issues. I have depression. I have insomnia. Oh. The amount of Sing. opioids that they prescribe me a day is like five. Like five Percocets a day. Oof. And then, you know, I have to take Xanax. I have to take something to help me to sleep. Now my stomach's all ruined from all the Tylenol. You know, over the years, I was on a fentanyl patch. 
So finally I came to terms with it and I'm like, you know what? I need to go and get my card because you. I'm sick of my body failing me and taking oh. uppers and downers and, oh. you know, sleep sure. for this. And oh. it's just crazy. So I actually have my appointment scheduled for next week. Well, so good luck. I hope, hey, please it. keep us updated. I hope it goes well. And by the way, I didn't even know that, that, that it would help with rheumatoid arthritis. And I actually said that earlier and I was thinking, my, I was did. just, I was beating myself up because I was like, you don't even know, you idiot, if it helps rheumatoid arthritis. You might have pissed somebody off who has that disease by saying it could help, yeah. but it turns out I was accidentally well, I, right. I, yeah, well, here's the thing, too. I have spoken to my arthritis doctor, my psychiatrist, my pain management doctor, mm. and my therapist, and they are all pro-marijuana. Every right. single one of them wrote off for me. They're like, that is the way to go. Oh. So, you know, there are people out there that aren't just, pill pushers and you know that kind sure. of thing so my doctor's on my side which is really good and good. you know what if something happens something happens i don't yeah. plan on getting intoxicated or anything like that i just need you know when they talked to me on the phone they said that they would try and find doses to where it wouldn't get you like you know high as long as you take it appropriately sure. so i'm hoping that's that that's how that'll work. Well, so, I'm hoping it, it works out for you. Yeah. Loop, yeah, please do. I'm, I'm really right. interested in you and you and your uh, and your voyage. So I, I I look forward to speaking with you again. And thank you so much. Well, hang on. You know what's really funny is I say my name is Tina. When you guys first started talking about the prom, I called in and you guys said I look like Tina from Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I remember that. I called in before and used that name. So anyway. Were you trying to Were you trying to bed Drew Garabo at that time? No, actually, I wanted to take SBK to the prom. Oh, that's oh, what it yeah, was. I was trying. Yeah, okay. One of us. It resonated yeah. with one of us. <laughs> Thank you so much, though, and good luck to you, Tina. <laughs> Tina Belcher from uh, from Bob Bob's Burgers. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. John had the Logic concert. Not only the concert ruined for him, but the entire being a fan of Logic. I just and you know what? I even tried it. Maybe it's too soon. But uh, this morning when I was getting ready, I said, "Let me put on some Logic to see if I can still like handle the music." And it's just the message of peace, love, and positivity that I bought into is now gone because I know he's a dick to his fans. And and the, he did some things where he was like talking to fans in the front row and like he brought a fan up to play. Uh, they played around a street fighter on stage, which was, which was kind of cool. Clever. But in my head, I'm thinking he's not doing that to be nice. He's doing that to show everybody that he cares about his fans. Does that make sense? Yes. That's the way it came show. off to me. No doubt. Yeah. That, that's just how I felt. That's why you got to stick with reggae. Well, yeah. uh, gross. Uh, let me uh, then turn you on to something else. Okay. I, I mentioned this earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to okay. hear this. This is so cool. So when when XXXTentacion, the rapper, died, a lot of cats my age went, eh, what a loss, you know? Not even realizing how much our kids are drawn to this guy's music. Look, love him, hate him. He's a bad guy who did bad things, but his music spoke to people who struggle with fitting in, who struggle with issues of depression. And if you just write it off and think your kids aren't listening to a guy like that, your kids are listening to it, and this death did affect them a lot more than you want to make it believe. I, I just can't believe Drake killed him. <laughs> That's a very popular theory. Uh, so Mac Lethal, who's known as a YouTube rapper, somewhat of a gimmick, like rapping quickly, uh, put together this song called Turning Into My Father about a guy my age, a kid who likes XXXTentacion, and how they fail to understand each other. Check this out, and if you have kids... Listen to this, because if your kids are listening to rap music, this conversation should be happening everywhere. 
just released on June 21st. It's going to blow your mind. I'm ready to be blown. Mind. <laughs> knock, knock. Open up. What's this music that you're listening to? What's the name of it? XXX Tentacion? Fun. No, no, you're not in trouble. Relax, I just want to have a conversation with you because you're my son. For the last hour, I was in my room making a call and I could hear this loud-ass bass shaking the wall in his lyrics. He sounds like a psycho that's depressive. Why is there so much anger and violence in his message? I just don't understand people your age. All you care about is sex and drugs and pure rage. My generation wasn't like that. You had to be a poet with talent in order to write rap. I just googled this kid on my phone to read about him My god, I'm reading lots of scary things about him Have you read about the terrible things he does to women? And how he had to do time in prison? Listen I understand that you want to be cool And you don't want to be the dork when you walk around school But listening to him is a terrible influence And when I was your age, I swear I wouldn't do it Smarten up, find therapy and music It's even better if your parents can approve it Trust me, I didn't have a dad that was cool enough to tell me when my music was wait, bad. Wait, wait, dad, stop. My favorite rapper died today. You don't need to preach to me, man. I'm okay. I get it. You think that I'm hostile and queer. I get it. You think that my culture is weird. I get it. You think that my music isn't smart. I get it. You think I'm depressed and I'm dark. I get it. You think it sucks. You hate the beats. Now let me listen to it in peace. Please. Please. Important conversation, right? I'm just saying that my music was, you know. Now, verse two, he takes it back to 1996. See, this guy, we didn't have, we had like Tupac and, and actual talented, you know, people with perspective and poets and stuff like that. This is him and his dad. What's this music that you're listening to? What's the name of it? Tupac Shakur? Okay, that's fun. No, no, relax. You're not in trouble. I just want to have a conversation with you right now because you're my son. For the last hour, I was in my room making a call and I could hear this loud ass bass shaking the wall in his lyrics. He sounds like a psycho that's depressive. Why is there so much anger and violence in his message? I just don't understand people your age. All you care about is sex and drugs and pure rage. My generation wasn't stupid. You had to be a talented artist if you wanted to make music i just opened the newspaper to read about him my god i'm reading all these scary things about him have you read about the terrible things he does to women and how he had to do time in prison listen i understand that you want to be cool and you don't want to be the dork when you walk around school but listening to him is a terrible influence and when i was your age i swear i wouldn't do it Man, try to find therapy and music And maybe I could play you what your parents used to groove with Johnny Cash didn't sing about killing He didn't care about doing drugs and screwing women Wait, Dad, stop! My favorite rapper died today You don't need to preach to me now, I'm okay I get it, you think that I'm hostile, it's clear I get it, you think that my culture is weird I get it, you think... So basically, same wow. conversation through generations Whether it's Tupac or Tentacion. Pretty interesting, That eh? is very, very interesting Check out the video, Mac Lethal turning into my father because it's happening to all of us right before our very eyes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still don't think we can mention Tupac in the same breath with XXX Estacion or whatever. No doubt, no doubt. But Tupac, my son pointed this out, and my son and I, he, he's the one who turned me on to that song, and he pointed out that Tupac stayed alive long enough to start to turn his life around a little bit and make songs like Dear Mama, right. where this XXX Estacion kid might have been starting to do so because it looked like he was starting to give some money to charities and stuff, but his life was snuffed out. And I explained to my son that that was the reaction. That's when you when you mess around with violence and robbing people, you get into that world. And Step to Drake. It is a tragedy. <laughs> I don't think Drake had anything to do with it. What's up, King? 
Yo, what's up, man? Listen, man, that was pretty dope, man. It was pretty dope. And, you know, not only just what he was saying, but just the idea of taking the concept and, and turning it into something that we can talk about nowadays. You know, I thought that was pretty dope. Man. Yeah, I, I like things that spark conversations between fathers and sons. And at the very least, that song certainly did, right? For sure, for sure. Yeah, man. You know, and, and you know, I, I don't have any kids. And I probably won't ever have any kids, right? But I just I, I just really think, and, and, and I just really think that, because I know growing up, man, I, I have a father, right? But me and him didn't get cool up until recently. And I don't look for, uh, uh, I don't look for sympathy in because it was a lot of things coming from a broken home and, you know, our parents going at each other. And I think I wrote that in the letter that, 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 that I, I, yeah. I wrote to you guys. Yep. And, I, and it, was, it was really cool, man, because you're, like, doing the exact opposite things that my dad, that my dad did growing up, right? So right. I, I just know... Xander got, you know, he hit a good path in front of him where my dad used to, instead of in my head, man, you're going to prison for life. You're going to prison for life. Even though he's never been to prison, he's dealt with the things that I dealt with, right? So I, I just, you know, I, I just really think that a lot of people talk about tough type of love and that type of love. There's no such love or not. And all right weekend on, I've been, um, oh yeah, all, all weekend I've been screaming. I think um, Andre 3000, I think he wore it at, at a festival a couple years ago, man, but it was uh, make love like war, right? It's not make love, not war, but make Wait. love like war. Oh. And I just thought that was a pretty dope, it was, it was pretty dope, and it's been, I don't know, it's been sticking with me all week. Like I'm it, man. It everybody. Good to hear from yeah, you, my so dog. Take it easy, all right? Have a great day. For sure, for sure. And I love y'all, man. Much love, much love. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. What's up, Gary? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Hey, Drew. How's it going today? Good. What's up, Gary? Hey, so two bands I saw. I always loved Counting Crows. Went to see him last year at the amphitheater, and... He looked like he was bored out of his mind up on stage, the lead singer. I've heard that he, uh, I, I've heard that he can be a little weird on stage, and people think that he's uh, that he's a little disengaged. It was funny because he sung, you know, "Round Here" and uh, "Mr. Jones," and he was horrible at both of those. And as soon as he started singing something that was a little more obscure and less pop or less right. uh, known, I guess, right, he was. Phenomenal. Yeah, I lost it. You see that a lot of those artists that have been doing these their hits for so long, they lose interest in doing the hits, but they still feel like they have to do them. So they just kind of sleepwalk through them. I don't know about that. I'd rather you not do the song than do the song poorly, you know? Like Radiohead not doing Creep. 100% okay with that. But that's a different story for a different day. What's up, Stacy? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Hi, Drew. Hey, Stace. I'm calling about the it's okay, not okay thing. I got a slightly different take. I'd love to hear your slightly different take. Sure. Well, actually, I do qualify for a medical marijuana card. I have a neurological condition. Oh, I'm sorry. And I won't get it. I won't get it because I am concerned about discrimination and having to provide my name to the state. Sure. To, about something that I don't feel is any other business. I mean, how 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 do I know how that information is going to be used? Is it going to be shared with the DMV? Is every cop that pulls uh, behind me going to know that I have this card? Probably, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I, I do. I don't. I don't think it's. I think you're opening yourself up to discrimination just by getting the card. So I smoke it illegally. And my doctors know about it. All right, mm, yeah. naughty, naughty. I, I love just, it. What do you? Uh, where do you? Where do you? Where do you get your stuff? 
people, I'm not going to say that. Oh, all right. But uh, I, I don't get it legally, and just because of that, because your, I feel uh, like it's an invasion of my privacy. Yeah, what's your uh, What's your neurological condition? What's going on up there, darling? It's It's an obscure condition you've never you've never heard of. But I bet I, I have. So. You hit me. I've heard of some obscure. Uh, <laughs> I've heard of some obscure obscure neurological conditions. We have Bell's palsy. You got a little uh, no, Epstein Barr. No, it's called salamic pain syndrome. It's when the area salami pain syndrome. What is it called again? Hold on. Is that a Genoa or a hard? Oh, I love a hard salami. (laughs) You love a hard salami, don't you? (laughs) Yeah, I do. I know it. What woman doesn't? (laughs) Exactly. We're man. Uh, So I'm sorry. What's it called again? I didn't mean to make fun of it by calling salami salami syndrome. That's okay. Salamic. Having to do with the thalamus of the oh, brain. Oh, thalamic. Okay, because I also thought you said balsamic. Which yeah. Delicious vinegar. He, oh, Jesus. It is. My favorite, actually. <laughs> but what it does, it basically, the area of my brain that was damaged is where your pain receptors are. Basically, people, a lot of people don't realize this, but when you feel pain in your knee or wherever, there's a signal in your brain that sends... It makes you feel pain. That's why people get nerve blocks and stuff on their back because the doctors are attempting to block that signal from the brain. I'll be damned. Well, when that area is damaged and it doesn't heal right, right, it causes pain. It like attacks your body with pain. Is that what's happening to you? Your body's being attacked by pain? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, babe, I'm so sorry. It sucks. I've had it for seven years. It's better now, but I do have to take meds for it, and the marijuana helps tremendously. Would you be tremendously? Would you be interested in a uh, THC suppository? <laughs> Not really, but if uh, if it works, it's on the table. And, I mean, it's on the table or it's on the stool. The as the case may be. When, you're, when you're when you when you have a chronic pain syndrome, uh, you don't do take anything. anything off the table. You're damn right. Well, yeah. yeah, I found out by touring that uh, that facility with the AltMed guys yesterday that uh, that that one of the forms of ingestion is uh, that is acceptable in the state of Florida is suppository form. You can do an inhaler, you can do the transdermal patch, or uh, the old up the old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. what? If, it was, if it helps, I would, I would try anything. I mean, it's not going to hurt. Rid of it completely. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've had bigger, anyways, but, right? <laughs> but when you're when you're visiting someone, you know, in the next neighborhood to get your to get a bag, it, that's not an option for no, me. No, it's not. I, I don't want to give the state my I information. I don't think it's their business. Yep. Should anything ever happen where my character's called into question, I would never call your you character know, into question. <laughs> well, they, you never know. Listen, I just don't feel like it's any other business. It's not. You're right. And we're on the same page. And I hope you have a great day. And I hope you, you feel good and, and get what you need to make yourself feel better. And if you need anything, you just call us and we're always here to help. Thanks, sweetheart. Yeah, I love your show. I love you. Just call me sweetheart. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Eric, what's up? You ever have a band ruined for you because of their concert? Yes. Man, Drew, first of all, I just want to say what's up, man. I love the show. Hi. Thank you. Um. I, uh, I I seen Tool uh, in concert one time, and uh, the show would have been awesome except yes. for Maynard came out and just like fetal positioned in the middle of the stage and did the whole show. <laughs> I think I've heard that of Hold him on before. One Hold on one second. Yeah, so yeah. so you're telling me Maynard goes to do the, the, their concert and he lays down in the fetal position for the entire concert. 
the entire concert. Was uh, he was he singing like a baby too? Was he? Uh, <laughs> no, that that's what's crazy. Is the show was great. It was a great show. It's just for, for some reason. <laughs> The whole fetal position thing ruined it, man. I don't know what the deal was. It's just a little weird. So if you're going to be a baby, if you're going to come out like suck your thumb like in a fetal position, <laughs> you might as well sing your entire catalog like a baby. I wonder what that would sound like. long intro. Oh, yeah. I would think those tool weirdos would be into something like Me that. Me too. I think they'd think he was a god for yeah. being a baby. Okay, I'm lying in the fetal position. You're a baby, Drew. <laughs> Further down the path of muscle, just because the sun has come. Jesus wants a freaking muscle! Nothing but the path of God! I think those two weirdos would be way into that. Freaking two weirdos. 727-579-1025. I'm going to pass out. Good. Dressed right. like Tommy Pickles from Rugrats, too. I love Tommy Pickles so much. <laughs> um, okay, it's okay, it's not okay. Part two uh, today involves, oh, man, a very a very polarizing issue that I'm going to try to just, like, let's please not debate the breed of dog here. Like, I, I, I know oh, you just God. can't say pit bull without people freaking out. But let's just talk about this particular issue with the pit bull and how its owners are seeing it as discrimination. Are we going to eat them? We're not going to eat pit bulls next no. on Drew Garabo Live, but we will discuss if if they are legit what people are trying to use them for. And you're right to not have to have a forced encounter with one next on Drew Garabo Live. Your AC busts, you want someone there to fix it right away. I want to welcome Air 24-7 to the show because these guys, in my opinion, frontline soldiers when it comes to comfort in your domicile. You try going without your air conditioning due to a storm or a power outage or both, you don't want to do it. Air 24-7 guarantees one-hour service all day, every day. Just call 813-488-7000 or go to the website 411air.com. They provide free diagnostic with any repair, and they will repair, service, or replace all brands of air conditioners. Most people don't realize that at other AC companies, the technicians you're dealing with, those guys are salespeople and gals, are salespeople paid on commission. They'll push you for costly or unnecessary repairs just to earn a paycheck and a couple extra bucks. At Air 24-7, the technicians are paid well to treat you well. Quality work with a customer focus and a free diagnostic with repair 24 hours a day. Air 24-7 accepts all credit applications, and they will work to get you financed with good or bad credit and up to 0% interest. Call Air 24-7 at 813-488-7000 or go to 411air.com.